Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman, Roller Auctions, over 150 auctions a year for vehicles, business liquidations, police seizures, tools, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. Even if you don't like Deion Sanders, and the way he has handled certain things, you know, do you believe, and going after Jay Norvell. He has done a brilliant job of attacking the transfer portal, and he's done an excellent job in terms of recruiting high school kids. But I'm not surprised to hear the latest story that broke yesterday. The Buffs brought in a whole bunch of offensive linemen, but now they have lost former Indiana guard Matthew Bedford. He is going to be going to Oregon less than a week after saying, I am going to go to the Buffs. Bedford wrote on social media, and this is so rich and such a lie. The Colorado organization is so amazing that I made my decision too hastily before weighing all of my options. Cha-ching. He wrote a really long letter and put it on social media. Cha-ching. All he had to do, if he really wanted to tell the truth, was just say, Oregon paid me more. Yeah. That's it. That's all he had to do. And, because and by really, the way, that's fine. Right. That's the, the, the next dis- discussion is, are we all comfortable with the world that we live in? I'll be listening. I, we can talk about that, too. But it is the world we live in, and good for Oregon and good for the kid. Depending on the state. Colorado will flip someone somewhere. So I'm sure they will. Same way. So The signing day is tomorrow. Yeah. I, and I've said this before. I am a, generally speaking, as a person, I tend to be more pessimistic, and I tend to be more cynical. But when Jordan Seaton committed to Colorado, mm-hmm. I said, look at the timing of this. He is allowing himself two weeks to tell everybody I am open for business. Now, you can say, Goodman, you're so cynical. Really? Tell me how cynical this is now that I'm stating a fact. After going on his national publicity tour, he still took visits from Alabama, Tennessee, and Oregon after committing on national television, using the buffs, as leverage. I believe he does want to be here. Signing day is tomorrow. I don't believe he's going to go someplace else. But I don't think it's an accident that when you commit two weeks beforehand, verbally, you are telling every other team that's interested, I'm happy where I'm going, but if you can find the money, I'll be more than happy to listen. And that's exactly what Matthew Bedford did. Yeah, no question. So... And I think Colorado fans get it. I do. This is, it giveth and it taketh away, right? That's what NIL does. It gives and it takes. And it will do that for as long as NIL exists in its current form. Because 
the highest bidder, a lot of times, is going to win out on these things. Period. So that, that, that's the pool that we're swimming in. Just you know, get get good at it and and try to beat the other guy more times than you get beaten by it and see what you can do in terms of developing a program with it. Because that's the way the rosters are going to be built in college football for the foreseeable future. It's funny because I got, of course, attacked on Twitter when I put that out there. And I and I said what I just said on the show. All he had to do was cut down that long statement and just say, they paid me more. Yeah. Okay. Um, going out to the roller auctions Twitter feed. This coming from Marty McFly guy. Typical Goodman. Just a flat out hater. Been like that his whole life. Well, Marty, I don't remember you in first grade, but thank you for remembering me. This coming from Kyle. Don't be hating. That's the game now. Actually always was. I'm not hating. You're not hating. You're stating facts. Exactly. I'm just stating facts. This coming from Brad. Fan of crappy college football team. Calls reporter a whiner because he's bitter that his team is the joke of the state. It's probably like a CSU fan upset at a Colorado fan. And then referring to me as the reporter, I suppose. And if it is, thank you for the nice compliment. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Somebody said to me, um, Haas, Eric, do you have a drinking problem? Reach out to your family. I'm just stating facts. That's all I'm doing. Stating facts. That's exactly what this is. Somebody actually asked me, well, how do you, how do you know? How do you know that he, he, he is getting money to go over there? Are you really that naive? He was getting money to come here. Yeah. Come on, folks. Yep. Come on. It, it, it's, it's connect the dots. I, every, and this is not just Colorado fans. This is college football fans. Right. College football fans, every fan base thinks that their place is the only place for the best players to come. By the way, Colorado just lost another offensive lineman a day before signing day. A Juco, this huge kid, by the name of Isaiah Walker, Mm -hmm. he is not going to be coming here either. I can't, I don't know if that kid's going to get paid or not. Um, but that, but my point is when you hear about guys verbally committing, don't get too excited. Yeah. It's a different verbal commitments are pretty, are a lot less binding than they used to be. And they were really never, ever binding anyway. And by, by the way, I don't mean to be calling out Jordan Seton, although I'm just using the facts. Tell me if you can trust someone in this situation. And I'm going to use Sarah, your wife, as an example. Oh, dear. Or feel free to use Mandy as the example. But since I'm talking to you. Sure. You ask Sarah to marry you. And she puts it out over Twitter and social media and tells every friend <laughs> that she has that she is going to marry you. That's the equivalent of Jordan Seaton going on to national television, telling everyone, I want to marry Colorado Buffalo football. That's who I want to go to bed with every single night. And then you find out that Sarah has planned dates with three other guys yeah, named Alabama, Tennessee, and Oregon. 
And then after she goes on dates with those three guys, those three schools, and it's reported out there, and you know this, she comes back to you and says, Bruce, nope, you're the one I want to be with. Damn. You trust her? Always trust my wife. That's not the question I asked. Might have wanted to use a different example. No, no, but you know what I mean (laughs) metaphorically. No, metaphorically not. But this is a, there is no love affair in college football anymore. I, I guess my question is, Jordan, and I'll say this exactly to you. You are the one who came out and said, if you're a dog, you want to play for a coach that looks like you. Does Nick Saban look like you? No. Does Dan Lanning look like you? No. So it really wasn't about playing for no, Deion was, Sanders, who's black. It was about it, going to Cancun, No, uh, metaphorically. No, it's not about playing for a coach who's black. It's about playing for a coach who can offer green. That's your favorite color, Jordan. It's not black, and it's not white. It is green because you entertained, according to reports, having dates with other schools. I don't have a problem with this, though. No, I don't. This is just the nature of the beast now. I understand that. But he's the one who went on national television and then took it a step further saying, if you're a dog, if you're a dog, you want to play for a coach that looks like you. Well, you know what? You lied to us. That's my whole thing. I don't like being lied to. Well, he may, he may end up playing for the coach. He just wanted a few of the ancillary things along the all, way. All, I'm, t- I'm tired in our society, specifically in politics, but now it's getting into sports. I'm tired of being uh, lied to because you know what? If, if you have any type of brain, mm-hmm. if you can think deeply about things, and I'm not talking about being cynical, you know somebody's lying to you. Just tell me the truth. Just tell me the truth. Um, Matthew Bedford on why you went to Oregon. It's okay. We know you're getting paid. There's nothing wrong with it. Well, he but- did say that he thought that Oregon's plan for him, they were much more aligned on that. That just means probably that no, they're not more aligned. <laughs> that, that, that they they're are, offering more they're money. They're offering more money. Just that's tell, more aligned. Just tell me the truth. Don't tell me, and that that's Matthew Bedford. Don't tell me, Jordan Seaton, that you, if you want to be a dog, you should play for a coach that looks like you. No, because you were willing to play for potentially at least entertaining the idea of playing for Nick Saban or Dan Lanning. Don't lie to me. Just tell me the truth. And as far as Sean Payton goes, we'll talk about this next. Please don't tell me that when you yelled at Russell Wilson, the reason that you had. That's not true either. Yeah, he may have been pissed at the at the play, but there were there was obviously more to it than that. I mean, let's come on. It, it, you knew that the second it was happening, for God's sakes. Just tell the truth and don't treat us like a bunch of dummies. Well, because that's what people do. We all know you're lying. So you might as well just come out and tell the truth. And by the way, there's nothing nefarious about wanting to take more money, it's allowed. There's nothing wrong with exploring your options when you haven't signed something. It's allowed. Why is it so hard? Why are you lying about something when something is not only legal, legal, but in some ways it's encouraged? It's, it's expected. Right. I, I mean, to me, I it would be, I would have no problem saying, yeah, it was the best deal. It was the best offer. 
It put more money in the bank. What What's wrong with that? Free enterprise, the American way. Right. This is as American as apple pie. Well, it is now. Making money. And by the way, tomorrow, I don't know if many people know the difference between the NIL collective and the NIL directive, but there's a huge problem because they are so radically different. And when the Supreme Court ruled on NIL, I believe they were referring to the directive. But now it is morphed into a collective, and that is what is eventually going to ruin college football and college basketball. Coming up after the break, Colin Cowherd, he tells the truth in the moment and then changes his mind a day later and then changes his mind again a day later. He has talked a lot about the relationship between Russell Wilson and Colin Cowherd. I know that Cowherd knows Peyton very well. He says he knows Russell Wilson very well. What does he think about the relationship now following the one-way shouting match on the sideline on national television and how it affects the relationship between those two men? That's next. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at mileisports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Uh, Roller auctions, over 150 auctions per year with some things that you're really going to want to get involved in. Vehicles, business liquidations, police seizures, tools, construction equipment, and more. All the auctions done online so you never have to leave your home. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, if you and the family, if you and the guys, if you and a date are looking to have a great time during the holiday season, highly recommend you go to Bounce Empire in Lafayette. This place is enormous with so much stuff to do. A 50,000 square foot in indoor inflatable amusement park for kids, adults, and families. Your kids are going to love it. If you're an adult, you're going to love it. I know a bunch of the CU Buffs, the football team, they go over there. They have a great time. And then you can walk upstairs. They have a great sports theater. 10-foot projector theater-style seating. They have an adults-only VIP bar and lounge with $30,000 massage chairs. Great bar, great outdoor deck, food, amazing. The executive chef was trained by a pair of Michelin star chefs. So whether it's guys' night, family night, date night, birthday party, Bounce Empire has it all. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Castle Rock Men's Health and Castle Rock and Aurora. See why Eric only trusts his health with Dr. Lee at Castle Rock Men's Health. Okay, so Colin Coward, he has a good relationship, as we know, with Sean Payton. He says he has a relationship with Russell Wilson. He has flip-flopped a lot. I think it was a week ago he said something like, oh, man, this, this marriage is really working. Well, he had the complete opposite take yesterday. 
So Sean Payton now can't even hide his frustration with Russell Wilson. Can't hide it. He he banged on him at the podium earlier in the year about the wristbands. I was banging on him this weekend. Not only are they opposite personalities, Russell is relentlessly optimistic. Sean is authentic, emotional, demanding, and critical. But Russell Wilson isn't Breeze the passer or Taysom Hill the athlete. So Sean Payton isn't getting elite with either one of them. And I got to tell you this, this relationship with Breeze and Payton was so great that invariably this was going to be a disappointment. And, you know, I was hopeful he could turn Russell around, and he has. You're getting a lot of Russell in Seattle. But I was just hoping it wouldn't be combative because they're literally different people. I know both. They're totally different people. But now it's combative. Is it? I guess it is from Sean Payton's point of view. And I, I like the use of the word authentic as it relates to Sean Payton didn't describe Russell Wilson in that way, which is just me paying attention. Well, there are more than a few people who have said that Russell Wilson doesn't come across as being authentic because he is so positive about everything. But, but, But there's a catch there. People would call me authentic, but people might also call me difficult as well. Authentic can be a double edged sword. Sure. It can be no question about it. Um, I think yesterday we said the referendum on Russell Wilson is it has morphed now into a three-week process. Maybe it hasn't. Maybe the decision's already been made. I think the decision was made on one play, fourth and six, and you kick a field goal. You're down by three scores. Congratulations. You got that field goal, and you're still down by three scores. What, what did that accomplish? Nothing. Absolutely. It made... It made less sense than anything else that happened in that game. I mean, what made less sense? Okay. An onside kick to start the season or, or not going for it on fourth and six when you're down 28 to seven. Worry about that onside kick maybe making a very big difference in what this season could have ended up being. You can argue, you can argue it made sense, I suppose to punt on fourth and 10 when you were down three scores. I had I'd have gone for it on that on fourth and 10. What what's the difference? No 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 no. I would argue that you should have gone for it. Yes. But you can make a small little tiny teensy weensy case. Yeah, I get that. For not going for it on fourth and 10. That's a white flag moment. I mean, that's There fine. is no argument. No argument down three scores. Yeah. Not going for it on fourth and well, goal yeah, from the six. Because it, Zero. Would, because it would be two scores, and you'd have a period and a half, basically, to get it done. I mean, that that's a big difference when you're sitting there. Okay, look, you're still getting your ass kicked, but you're down 28-14 at whatever point of the third quarter that was right there. I don't have my notes exactly in front of me, but there was plenty of time left at that point to, to come back from two touchdowns. Okay, let me ask you something. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being, oh, my God, what the hell was this guy thinking? Yeah. Or 1, no big deal. Not going for it on fourth and goal from the six, down three scores and kicking a field goal. How do you feel about Sean Payton's decision? That's about a 10. Really? Yeah, that was, that was to me, the most questionable 
call that he has made all season long. And you know what's interesting? If Nathaniel Hackett was coaching the team, it would have been a 12. <laughs> Poor Nate. No, it's true. Can we right? just have our moment of appreciation for a guy? Glam camp, walkthroughs. But what, what I'm saying is, throughs. what I'm saying is, is that Peyton is not getting enough heat and should be for an incredibly egregiously bad decision. Well, 41 or 42-17 ends up taking care of that. You're right. I don't disagree. No, no, no. It's 28 to 14. I understand that. But in the aftermath. But, well, we can't look at things that the, way. The, the, head, the headline isn't the decision made on fourth and and and, and goal from the sixth. The, 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 the controversy is the blow up with Russ on the sideline. No, no. I, I understand that. Yeah. And, and, oh, by the way, there is no blow-up on the sideline if they score a touchdown. Right. Okay? Yeah. My point is, Hackett would have been tarred and feathered out of here had he made that call. This, for a guy who won a Super Bowl and is a borderline Hall of Fame coach, that call was so bad that I don't think a Pop Warner coach would have made that call. It was... A curious call, no it was, question. It was bad. You got stronger word. Is that's it? That's that's. I mean, I mean, I, see, got? I don't really. I mean, it's like, where's his brain at that particular point? I, I got to know the motivation because he's not stupid. You know what? I'll tell you what I think. I think that if he had a chance to clearly do it all over again, I think he was running so hot that he just said, "The hell with it, kick the field." Yes, I think his emotions took over and said, F it. Just go, let's just get points on the board. I think his emotions got in the way of being pragmatic. Could be. And that is as bad as it gets. He let his, there's a great saying in business, never let emotions get in the way of a business decision, ever. And he let his emotions and his anger and rage that was taken out on Russell Wilson on the sidelines, get in the way of making what was an obvious call. He lost, Sean Payton lost his composure, period. It's too bad he wasn't holding a candle. Maybe then he would have gone for it. I don't, what what does that mean? Well, the candles calm him down. Oh, oh, the scented candles. Right. Yeah. No, nothing, nothing. Nicer. Maybe someone could be drawing a bath for him at that point or something. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. No, nothing, nothing calms me down more than lilac or vanilla to make me think, you know what? Maybe I should go for it on fourth and goal from the six. I really do believe he was running so hot. That's why he did it. It was an effort moment. I'm so disgusted. Just get points on the board. Could very well be. I, I, that there's not really a reasonable explanation for it. So why wouldn't a, a fit of emotion? But again, Nathaniel Hackett would have been crushed. For well, that. I mean, there's, there's no similarities between but, Sean Payton and Nathaniel Hackett. Come on. No, no. I, I mean, seriously. I, well, uh, there's been some mismanagement this season, not as much as it was with, with, uh, um, I don't think that they're going to fire, Sean Payton I'm not, on Christmas. I, they're, I, they're, they're just in totally different places. I am not suggesting they should fire Sean Payton. 
I'm saying that it was an absolutely egregious, awful call. A, he probably got too emotional, and B, he had no confidence in his quarterback. And so when looking at the final three games, I don't think it I don't think it should matter what Russell does in the final three games. He has already told us what he thinks of Russell Wilson as his quarterback, fourth and goal from the six. I'm not confident enough that he's going to get us in for a touchdown. Will so he, I so I'd rather have I'd rather have Lutz kick a field goal. Will he keep Russell Wilson or not? As we sit here right now, I would say no. What do you think? I would lean towards no. And I have always leaned towards yes, but I would agree. It it has a different feel after that game. Doesn't it? After that moment. Yep, it does. I could be totally wrong. Could be totally wrong. At the end, a pragmatic business decision might be made. Who knows? Because I don't know the full extent of confidence or lack thereof. Coming up after the break, you and I have not been in the locker room yet since that game. Tomorrow will be the day. Right. Do you think the guys in the locker room look at it as look at it as no big deal? Do you think they look at it as lost a little respect for Sean or lost a little respect for Russ for not fighting back? That's next. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Roller auctions, over 150 auctions a year for vehicles, business liquidations, police seizures, tools, construction equipment, and more. All the auctions done online. Never have to leave your home. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com. Backslash MHS. Sasquatch and Wildcard Casinos. Great promotion. We've been telling you about it for months. January 5th, either you're going to get a Kawasaki side-by-side with snow tracks or a little over $22,000 in cash. Get on up there, see how you can win. Check out their sports book. Great food, really loose slots. They can't say that. I can because I've played up there. Sasquatch and Wildcard Casinos, a family-owned casino that treats you like family. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to rollerauction.com slash MHS, and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. I don't. I think it's too strong of a term to call Sean Payton a bully. I think it's too strong of a term. Although he has pissed off a lot of people in that organization, would you agree? Yes, <clears throat> more outside the locker room than in it, in my opinion. 
in my opinion, too, and I was told by somebody inside the organization, I don't even want Sean Payton to know my name. Hmm. Because if he knows my name, he'll probably come after me, too. (laughs) With that, I'm not going to call him a bully, but when a bully knows they can pick on someone, they will continue to do it. Russell Wilson is the perfect guy because he's not the type of guy who's going to fight back. Everything with him is always positive. That's a wonderful quality to have. For some people, it's a little off-putting. With that, how do you think guys in the locker room feel about what happened on the sideline? Oh, Do you think, hold on, I'm going to give you three choices. Do you think, (laughs) A, it's no big deal. B, they're upset with Sean for doing that to their quarterback and a guy who is well-liked in that locker room. Yes. Or has his challenges, but is well-liked. He's Mm -hmm. a nice guy. Yeah, he is. Or do you think they look at Russell and say, dude, come on, fight back? Maybe, you know, there there could be a combination of all of those things. I don't know if it's a true black and white thing. I do believe that there are guys in that locker room that probably took exception to the manner in which it was held, uh, the manner in which Sean expressed himself. I, I, I Clearly. Look, it was offsetting watching it. And I don't think that, I, well, I don't consider myself to be a wilting flower by any stretch of the imagination, but the optics were bad when it happened. It was bad, and you knew it was going to be an issue, and it is continuing to be an issue three days later. So, yeah, questions. There, I'm sure there were probably some eyebrows raised, but don't you think at the end of the day in a locker room for a team that has been so bad for so long, and, and, and we can argue about, what getting to the postseason would mean for this franchise. Cause I'm not so sure they could do damage in the postseason. This to me doesn't look like a playoff team, but they've got a pretty good chance to finish 10 and seven. What does that mean in the grand scheme of things? I don't know, but I think that that continues to be the main thing for a locker room winning football games. I think that's the biggest motivation. I really do. And so I think that there's a willingness with that in mind, to kind of brush aside things which at other times might bother you a little bit. I, I just think that the, the, the focus is still winning football games. Maybe I'm, and I could be totally wrong about that. No, winning is going to solve everything. It's like when you look at great players who are difficult. Yeah, you're going to keep them because they're performing. But the minute they drop off a little bit, mm-hmm. boom. People want to start throwing knives. Well, I mean, Randy Gregory and Frank Clark were really good to me. Not direct examples of this, but they became part of the problem. Yeah. And they were, boom, out. And I respect Sean Payton for making that decision. Right. I think it, it was the right decision, and it's not an easy decision. No. Because Gregory's making a lot of money. Right. I think that Sean Payton has done a lot of good things. I just think the way that he treats people, if this team doesn't win... I, I think people are going to have enough of them. Yes, those types of things, I will say, can have a cumulative effect. It can. It, you, you, you get, you know, at some point when people are banging you metaphorically over the head with a two-by-four, even if it's just an emotional two-by-four, at some point you say, hey, you know, stop. I've, I've had enough. I don't need any more. I get the point. I get it. Um, I said in the first hour, I will repeat it. My biggest concern 
is more about organizationally. How is he treating people organizationally? Where I think that you would agree with this. Organizationally, you always want to be all for one and one for all, right? You want people to feel like they're part of the... So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Has Sean Payton changed the culture for the better inside the entire building? Not necessarily. Oh. Not necessarily. And that's my concern. I think he has inside the locker room. And but I, that's all that matters because it's all well, maybe because the support staff doesn't contribute to win or losses, do they? It, 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 in terms of competitiveness, it is all that matters. But in terms of running a business, in terms of moving forward, running the business, in terms of ownership assessing at, at some point, they will assess the year that has gone by because that's what these people do. Here's the thing. Sean Payton started off his career ripping people in the organization USA Today. And that is a difficult thing to come back from, frankly. Four and a half months later, here we are again. So, basically, three times a year, something's going to happen. That's the pace he's on. Well, that's kind of his modus operandi. Well... He was nine and eight with the Saints in his first and only year without Drew Brees. And now he's a 500 coach with Russell Wilson. 500 ain't going to cut it. You better be much better than that if you're going to act like that. If you're going to treat people like that, 500 won't cut it. That, that, that's not going to lie. Now, Sean Payton's not going anywhere. No, he's not. But, oh, by the way, you get rid of Russell Wilson, oh, you better have a quarterback ready to go. Because if next year is a rebuilding year, having to make up for all that dead cap, what, are you going to give them another pass again? They're in a very interesting situation as it relates to that because that is a, the move that you make with Russell Wilson will have effects for at least the next two years, period, and not necessarily good effects. And as I've said before, a five-year contract for Sean Payton was very clear about this weeks and weeks and weeks ago. He's on a three-year deal. If Russell Wilson doesn't come back, let's see what happens this year. They might finish 10-7. and seven. But then if they take a step back, let's see where they're at. Year three, that's, that's where his fate will be decided. What do we have coming up on Just In Case You Missed It? The Nuggets got a season high in points from their bench unit last night. And what do the Rockies have in common with eight other major league teams? That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at mylifesports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Roller Auctions, over 150 auctions a year. For vehicles, business liquidations, police seizures, tools, construction equipment, and more, all the auctions done online. So you can bid on things while you're on your couch, in your pajamas, eating a bowl of Lucky Charms. 
I mean, can it get any better than that? It doesn't get any better than that, especially the Lucky Charms part. Right. Now then again, Magically delicious. Now, then again, if you go on Tinder or Bumble, you could probably shop for a girlfriend sitting in your pajamas eating a bowl of Lucky Charms as well. But with roller auctions, you, you know you're getting something exactly what you want. If you are, if you are out there eating Lucky Charms and, and, and hunting a woman, you probably are in deep trouble. <laughs> You probably are. That's a that's a deficit position to yeah. be in. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions <laughs> at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, I love telling you about Johnson Garage Doors because I know three people who have worked with them. Me, my wife, and Bruce, you. They're the best at what they do. With that, I want to bring in one of the owners, my friend, Nate. Good morning, Nate. How are you? Bruce, Eric, good morning. Did you have your Lucky Charms this morning? Ah. <laughs> I must have, because I'm feeling really good. That a boy. You're on a sugar high right now. <laughs> uh, with that, I-, I am so fascinated about your extended warranties. Because I've said before, let's say somebody gives you a one-year warranty on parts and labor, and then sure enough, on you know, as long as it's not leap year, on the 366th day, you find yourself making a phone call, and you're like, man, I'm not covered under warranty. What extra do you do for your customers? Yeah, in general, most companies do not offer a parts and labor warranty, and their warranty is only two or three years, just long enough for something to go wrong, and then you're one week out of it. We like to give multi-year warranties. We buy better parts. We actually analyze how long they're going to last, and then we'll stand behind it, parts and labor, the entire time of our warranty. What is the process when people call you? And I will start it off by saying, Nate or Brian answer the phone. And I yeah. love that. So once they talk to one or one of you, what happens next? Then we have one of our train techs come out. They look their entire system over. They tell them this part's wearing out. This part needs to be replaced. This part, maybe next time, needs to be replaced. We give them a complete update on how things are going, and we let them choose. Should we replace this part? Should we replace all of them? And then the customer not only knows what choice they're making, they know why they're making it. I want to say this as a thank you, but more importantly, to tell you how much I endorse, why I endorse, why I think Johnson Garage Doors is the best. Our marketing campaign, we're going to be putting it on hold going into the new year. And I mean this sincerely. If I ever have a problem with my garage door, you are the ones that I'm calling. I want people to really absorb that for a minute. Usually you're going to do business people that do business with you. Whether we do business together or not ever again, and I know we're putting it on hold, I will always make sure you are the call. That's how good these guys are. Thank you so much. We always love when we hear how great we are. <laughs> well, Brian is. <laughs> there you go. Brian is. Don't, don't push him too far. The, the only reason I tolerate <laughs> Nate is because we do tequila shots together. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Nothing but the best. How much tequila are you going to be drinking over the holidays, Nate? Uh, um, I am actually out of all of my good stuff. I need someone to go to Mexico and buy me a bottle again. That's where we always buy our good bottles. Right. And none of my friends have been there, so but hopefully a lot. And with that, <laughs> Nate's not an alcoholic and he just randomly no, does, just you know, Cuervo. He is a connoisseur yeah. of this stuff. So he enjoys sipping it and enjoying it. So do I. 
with that. Nate, how do people get a hold of Johnson Garage Doors? 720-233-1588 or our website, johnsongaragedoors.com. You and Brian are absolutely the best. Hope both of you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. See you, pal. Time now for the final word. The final word is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at argonautliquor.com. Nuggets rolled the Mavericks last night at Ball Arena 130-104. Dallas, who was without Kyrie Irving, got 38 points from Luka Doncic in the loss. KCP returned for Denver. And the young guys Peyton Watson and Julian Strother are looking a lot more uh, comfortable out there than they did about a month ago. Also, Jokic had a triple single, eight points, nine rebounds, and seven assists. And the Nuggets bench scored 62 points last night, a season high for them. Your thoughts on the victory? Um, this is the way you want to look. This You have a complete starting, healthy, well, we hope, starting lineup, which they haven't had a lot of this season. And now you are getting contributions off the bench. Now, look, 62 points on 64% shooting off the bench isn't going to happen every single night. But the... But the key is that you now have players that at least has started to develop some trust. Strother, Reggie Jackson, we know, and he played most of his minutes off the bench last night at 20 points on 9 of 12 shooting. Christian Brown, Peyton Watson, wish that he could have stopped Gilius Alexander the other night, but he, but he's a, he's a guy off the bench now. This is the model from Michael Malone. It helps when you're playing a team like the Dallas Mavericks who have no concept of playing defense whatsoever. But this is the model that you're looking for from Michael Malone. That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Just in case you missed it, right now all domestic wines, 15% off. And, of course, Christmas is coming up. So is New Year's. If you're going to do a lot of cooking on Christmas, you don't have to go shopping for beer, wine, and spirits. They're going to deliver to you. Every delivery, over 200 bucks is free. They deliver to the entire Denver metro area. Of course, they'll do that for your New Year's party. They'll do it 365 days a year. They're the best at what they do. See why Westward calls Argonaut Wine and Liquor, the best liquor store in Denver, five years running. Check them out off of Colfax. That is going to do it for us. Gordon and Alex, great job as always today. Same with you, Nigel. You were fantastic, although you're not manning any controls right now. What the hell are you doing back there? He was there. He was. They were splitting time back here. Yeah. Splitting time. Splitting time. That's like us, split in time. I guess you're getting half your salary today. (laughs) Make it the best possible day you can. Later.